Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Nick's Nerd News. It's me, your host, Nick. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. No, anyway, hey, welcome back to the show, guys. It is September 14th. Who would have thought it would be September already? I mean, I know it comes every year, but you know what I mean. I I hope you know what I mean. Right, look, I know I'm talking. Anywho, how are y'all doing? You all good? We got a video game heavy episode today. I feel like we had more video game news today than we did when E3 happened back in June, which is wild to say. Um, but why don't why don't we get into it? I mean, D23 was this week. Uh, there was a State of Play, a Nintendo Direct, Ubisoft Forward. It, it all happened. It all happened this week. Um, so, before we get too deep into things, I want to let you guys know I do have a Discord server now here for the podcast. Uh, That way you guys can interact with fellow fans if you want to. Um, That is up. It is Nick's Nerd News uh, with an apostrophe S on Nick's. Uh, The link is up on my link tree on all socials. Uh, It's not on the the website yet, um, but just uh, if you guys follow me on social media, uh, you should see it. Um, But that Discord is now live. Um, so that way you guys can, uh, go and, uh, chat with others if you want up to you. Um, and that way you guys can interact and talk about other things. I got a couple of different channels in there to, to talk about different shit. Um, maybe we'll do more voice channels as time goes on. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, but that is there now for you guys four years later. Uh, <laughs> moving on though, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about what we're actually here for today, and that's nerd news. So, what's going on in the video game world, huh? Well, Battlefield will be getting a campaign. Uh, it looks like Marcus Leto, who recently joined EA to start a new studio, uh, his team will be the one behind the Battlefield campaign. Um, when that launches, I'm guessing in probably a year or two at this point. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but before we go into anything else, let's talk about all the different game news that happened this week, mostly related to the different showcases. Uh, the first showcase was on Friday. That was the Disney and Marvel games showcase. Uh, we learned surprisingly very little about Star Wars games, which was very frustrating. Um, I guess we're going to either have to wait for Tokyo Game Show this weekend or the Game Awards in December at this rate. Um, but some cool things were announced. A lot of mobile game news that I don't really give a shit about, we're not going to talk about. Um, but we finally learned what Amy Hennig's new game is. Amy Hennig, of course, was the narrative director for the uh, several of the Uncharted games. Um, her team over at Skydance New Media 
will be working on a Captain America Black Panther team-up game set during World War II. Uh, just a cinematic shown off there. Uh, we have a new release date for Marvel Midnight Suns, which is now releasing on December 2nd of this year. Uh, some animated shorts that are prequels to the game will be airing online uh, in the lead-up to the release. Uh, a new visual novel um, based on Tron called Tron, Tron Identity, where you serve as a, some kind of um, detective on the grid, which is actually set a thousand years after Tron Legacy. Uh, there is time dilation, so it works a little, time works a little differently on the grid than it does in reality. So that explains for the huge time jump. Uh, a new co-op Mickey Mouse game is coming to Switch only. Niantic, the team behind Pokemon Go, is working on a new Mar Marvel World of Heroes AR game uh, that's going to be coming to a phone near you next year. Uh, we finally got our first look at gameplay for Aliens Dark Descent, which is that XCOM-type tactical game uh, that they announced back at E3, surprisingly enough. Uh, no gameplay was shown, but it was announced that we are getting a Gargoyles remastered. Yes, the 90s, like... Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, uh, Gargoyles game is getting a full remaster. Um, I don't know. I think they said for all consoles. So we'll see um, what happens with that uh, when that comes out. Um, and then, like I said, some other mobile game news. DLC for LEGO Star Wars. They showed off some stuff for some of the... Um, uh, some of the Avatar game tie-ins, uh, but that was it for the Disney games showcase, which they kind of hyped up and ended up being a little smaller than, than what the hype was built up for. Um, then on Saturday, we got our Ubisoft forward. Uh, there was some news regarding Riders Republic, uh, in regards to, I guess they're doing Rainbow Six Mobile. More news on, uh, what's that game? Um, what's the one that I really liked the game, the first one too? Um, why can't, it's a Tom Clancy game. I don't know why I can't think of it. Uh, the Division. The Division. Uh, so they're going to do more beta tests on The Division Heartland, which is like the, it's not really the third game, but it's like a spinoff of it. Um, set in like a small midwestern town uh, and then they showed off some more of the mobile version of the division that's going to be coming uh, sometime next year as well um, stuff for writers republic i said there's that skull and bones news just showing off more customization and things like that and for a game that i was really hyped for and really wanted i'm very turned off from it now um I was very, very excited for, for Skull and Bones. And then when I found out it was going to be a live service game, I was just kind of like, nope. I just noped right out of there. And, and it sucks. Because it was like it was a game I was really waiting for. And now it's just like, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but the biggest news, of course, for the Ubisoft Forward was everything re related to Assassin's Creed. 15th anniversary. Uh, they're doing a new documentary you can watch online about Assassin's Creed over the last 15 years uh, and in it they announced uh, some new games uh, as well as the 
often talked about lately, AC Infinity, Assassin's Creed Infinity, and what that was going to be. There was some confusion over the last few months. Different sources weren't sure uh, if it was a new game, if it was a new, uh, uh, like, service, games as a service model. But no, it looks like it's going to be a hub, essentially. Uh, almost like a launcher, it sounds like, for uh, Assassin's Creed games. Uh, the next two of which will be um, the next two mainline games will be a part of this. The first being Assassin's Creed codenamed Red, uh, no official name on it yet, uh, which will take place in feudal Japan where you, where you play a shinobi. Um, and no word yet on if it's going to go back more to its roots. Uh, there's also Assassin's Creed codenamed Hex, Hexa, uh, that's H-E-X-E, and it's, other than it being, changing the game, it's got very Blair Witch vibes, uh, this could be the game that is allegedly rumored to take place during the witch trials of the Holy Roman Empire, which never fucking heard of before, and I have a history degree, and I've taken many, many, um, history classes about Europe. I actually had a conversation with one of my friends from, from college about, you know, where, where did this come from? Because how come we've never talked about the witch trials in the Holy Roman Empire? Like, yes, there's the witch trials that happened in the, the, um, not the Reconquista, but the, uh, 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 I can't think of the name in Spain. Uh, of course, the most famous, Witch trials, of course, being the Salem witch trials here in the United States. So, so I'm I'm guessing it's it's just something that gets kind of gets swept under the rug. Um, in a lot of classes, it's not as uh, important in in the grand scheme of of things in history, especially when it comes to the Holy Roman Empire. There are other things uh, going on. Um, I can't think today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, what the Holy Roman Empire had witch trials? This is news to me. But, you know what, I'm not going to know everything, not everyone's going to know everything, so that that makes sense. Um, but the biggest news, of course, is the game that is coming out in the near future, early 2023, which is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, this started out life as a expansion to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, but instead this is going to be its own standalone game. It will be more like the original Assassin's Creed games. It is called Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, it takes place 20 years before Valhalla, and you will be playing the character of Basim uh, in Baghdad. Baghdad. Um, and him becoming an assassin, things like this. Um, so, that is going to be the next game in the franchise. Um, uh, at the same time, we've also learned that we're getting a new Assassin's Creed mobile game called Assassin's Creed Codename Jade, and that will take place in ancient China. Uh, they also announced that uh, they're getting started to work on the Assassin's Creed show that will be coming to Netflix, um, as well as some other tie-in things they're doing with Netflix as well. Uh, going back to the Ubisoft Forward, some other news announced. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids... Um, the second game in that franchise, I can't think of the name, uh, is going to be getting new DLC that will feature the return of Rayman. Uh, as you might remember, you might not remember, the Rabbids started out as a Rayman villain many moons ago. 
yes, the Rabbids are returning to, Ray, or Rayman is returning to Rabbids, uh, and this time with Mario. Um, and then we've also learned that Ubisoft uh, will follow in the footsteps of some other major publishers, uh, and they will be shifting to a $70 price point on all future AAA releases. That is unfortunate, in my opinion. I get it. I get it. Game development's expensive, but it 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 just it happens. Um, if the words of the president of CD Projekt Red are to be believed, a new Witcher trilogy may be in the works, not just The Witcher Four. Uh, and he also made comments in regards to saying that they will produce future cyberpunk content, um, not necessarily DLC, but potentially a new game in the future. Uh, EA has announced ahead of the Tokyo Game Show that they will be partnering with Koi Tecmo and Omega Force, the team behind the Dynasty Warriors franchise, uh, to make a new monster hunting game. Not Monster Hunter, but a monster hunting game uh, with the Dynasty Warriors team, which has me very intrigued, very much indeed. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday, uh, and we learned about some new games. Um, I'm not going to talk about everything, just, just a few. Um, but we did learn that a new Fire Emblem game is in the works called Fire Emblem Engage, and this is a grid-based tactics game. Um, Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, which was a Wii game, is coming west for the first time, and that will be available on the Switch. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which only came out a couple months ago, is, is getting DLC already, a uh, new character. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 was announced to be released in February of 2023. A lot, a lot of games are coming out in February next year. Uh, Pinkman 4 was announced. Uh, Resident Evil Cloud, so that means some Resident Evil games are going to be playable via the cloud on the Switch. Um, Golden Eye is coming back, baby, via uh, the Nintendo Online service where you get retro games. Uh, also included will be Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 and some other games. Um, but the biggest, of course, being that Golden Eye is being re-released. Um, it's also coming to uh, Game Pass because Rare is behind it, and Rare being, of course, owned by Xbox. Um, some other things going on, though. There are two versions of the game. One will be on Nintendo Switch. One will be on Xbox. Um, they are not the remaster that leaked last year. Um, yeah, so GoldenEye on the, N60, on the Switch version will be an emulated version of the N64, not a remake or remaster. Um, it will have online multiplayer. Um, so Rare then announced that it will be coming to Xbox via Game Pass um, and available to free to all owners of Rare Replay. Um, the Switch and Xbox versions, like I said, are not the same. While the Xbox version will have achievements, 4K resolution, and a smoother frame rate, even in split-screen local multiplayer. So that means there will not be online multiplayer on the Xbox version. Very strange. Um, 
that, like I said, um, interesting enough. The, the Xbox version, though, is being called a 4K remaster. I don't know what that means either. Um, but this is not the actual full-on remaster or remake or whatever it was that leaked um, on the internet last year. That was supposed to come to Xbox 360 many, many years ago. Um, but we'll see what happens and if they'll add online multiplayer to the Xbox version. Um, and of course the biggest news of the Nintendo Direct was the announcement of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Or possibly Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not sure. A lot of people are speculating. Um, but it is the official sequel to Breath of the Wild. And it will be out next year. Uh, that was it for the Nintendo Direct. Um, before we got the station, PlayStation State of Play. Um, we got some big news regarding uh, Halo. Developer 343 Industries. Um... Bonnie Ross, the studio head, essentially, um, she's been at Microsoft for almost 30 years. She's been with 343 since the beginning. Uh, she's essentially the head of the studio and the founder, essentially. Uh, she'll be stepping down. Uh, she said, quote, while I had hoped to stay with Halo until we release the winter update, I'm letting you know I will be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. I'm incredibly proud of the work everyone at 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, the Halo Television Series, and so much more. It has been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and to be part of a universe that I love. Unquote. This is what she put on Twitter. Um, then, speaking with Windows Central, Microsoft says that effective immediately, uh, head of production Pierre Hintz will take over as studio head. Um, he will lead the ongoing development of Halo Infinite, Master Chief Collection, and future games. Uh, Brian Kosky will be the general manager of the franchise. And Elizabeth Van Wick will be in charge of business and operations. So essentially, Bonnie Ross's job is being split into three now. Um, like I said, she's been with Microsoft for the better part of 28 years. Uh, she led 343 Industries since its inception 15 years ago. Um, she's worked on, of course, Halo 4, 5, Guardians, Master Chief Collection, and Halo Infinite. Um, we, of course, are waiting for the Winter Update, which releases in November, uh, which will bring Forge, as well as online co-op and campaign replay. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately, with that, though, also came the delay of Season 3 and the information that Couch Co-op had been cancelled for the campaign. So it'll be interesting to see how that plans out. Meanwhile, multiple former Bungie employees have been joining the studio. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Meanwhile, let's go over to that Sony State of Play, which was yesterday, I think, or Tuesday. It was yesterday. Tuesday was yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, we, we learned a lot. And I'm very excited because Tekken 8 was announced. Yes, Tekken 8 was announced. Um, I am, co of course, am a huge Tekken fan. Um, and, uh, yeah, Tekken 8, coming to all consoles, 
uh, on Unreal Engine 5, of, uh, actually. Uh, we got a new God of War story trailer hinting at what's to come for Atreus and uh, Kratos in um, now that they're, I think it looks like, it sounds like they're going to be going up against Odin, not just Thor. Uh, and we also learned that we are getting a special edition DualSense controller based on the God of War Ragnarok game, which is set to come out this November. Uh, they showed off a bunch of PSVR 2 games, including a new uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge update. Um, we've also learned that Like a Dragon Ishin, which is a Yakuza spin-off set in the like 1800s, is coming to the West for the first time, and that will release in February of 2023. Um, we've also learned that Hogwarts Legacy is getting a exclusive quest. Um, on the PlayStation, no surprise there, since they have the marketing deal. Uh, Pacific Drive was announced, which is a new survival driving game. Yes, survival driving game. Um, not something I've personally ever heard of. Um, so that will be... That looks really fun. Uh, it It's almost like a, a walking sim type game, I guess. It is a simulator game. Um, set in a Pacific Northwest that's been closed off as like an exclusion zone. Uh, we also learned more about the PlayStation Stars rewards program that will be launching in Asia so soon. No word yet on an official Western release. Uh, Siduality uh, is a new game coming to the PlayStation 5. And honestly, it's the most Japanese game I've ever seen. <laughs> um... Project Eve from the Korean developers are now is now being renamed Stellar Blade. Looks really cool, very interesting. Uh, and then Team Ninja has a new PS5 exclusive set for 2024 called The Rise of Ronin. Uh, and you are playing a Ronin uh, in the late 1800s after the U.S. is in Japan um, and missionaries and things like that uh, have come to the uh, to the island um, to the island nation I should say uh, but that was it for the state of play uh, we've also learned that the Sims 4 base game is going free to play um, this will be uh, the base game like I said no, none of the expansions or anything like this Sims 4 has been out for a long time hasn't it um, so starting October 18th, all new players will be able to access it, um, on all platforms for free. That's PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, Series S, uh, and all that. Um, and what else they'll be able to get in a special edition and a stream will be coming from EA talking about it more, but the Sims 4 going free to play. And then also today... Um, the day before, or a couple days before Tokyo J Games, so Games Show starts, uh, Sega had a stream re related to the Yakuza series, which is now being renamed to the Like a Dragon series. Um, and they announced that Like a Dragon 8, formerly known as Yakuza 8, will be coming out in 2024. Uh, we already learned about Like a Dragon Ishin, Yakuza Ishin, which is coming west. 
Uh, and then a new game called Like a Dragon Gaiden, which will take place and tell the story of one of the main characters set between Yakuza 6 and 7. Um, and all that was announced from Sega today. And then our final bit of gaming news today is uh, in regards to G4. And it looks like G4 might be dead again or is dying. Um uh, Kotaku learned um, via several sources uh, that major layoffs have happened at the network, which recently returned. But from their sources, uh, it looks like some of them have said they, they might not know if they can continue the, the, the programming. Um, apparently finances have been in very, very bad shape at the relaunched channel. Um, and it, it is interesting. Um, originally launched in 2002, of course, then it was closed. Um, 2012 was when it can't, was, was closed down. Um, everything was pushed online. Then of course, last November, it came back to Twitch, some cable stations. Um, some people returned, but I'm wondering though, if it can sustain itself with these layoffs and how many people are actually watching G4 in 2022. Uh, but that's it for, uh, for gaming news. Uh, let's move over on to TV. What's going on in the TV world. Uh, we learned that Lee Jung Jae or Jung Jae, uh, who of course played the, uh, who was the star of squid game will be joining Disney Star Wars' The Acolyte as its main male lead. Uh, Star Trek Day was also uh, on Thursday, uh, and we got some new looks at all of the Star Trek shows, including a new Picard Season 3 trailer, which featured all of the cast uh, interacting in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we got a new look at the new hero ship, which will be led by uh, Seven of Nine. It is actually the Titan A which is interesting because at this point, we're about 20 years past Nemesis. Um, in that time, Riker had been captain of the regular Titan. So it sounds like the regular Titan may have been destroyed in, in that time. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, um, which is interesting. Um, and then we also learned uh, that it is a constitution... Or a neo-constitution. And if you're wondering what the hell is a constitution. Well that was the, the class of ship uh, from the original Star Trek. Um, so we have now are now getting a, a modern version if you will. Of the constitution class in the form of the Titan A. Which again is very interesting that we're getting a new Titan uh, 20 years after the original Luna class launched. Um, and we got a release date for season three, the final season of Star Trek Picard, which will premiere on Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Uh, we're, we've also learned that Carol Kane will be joining the cast of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, she will be the new engineer. Carol Kane, of course, a longtime comedian in many TV shows over the years. Uh, no, unfortunately, no release date on 
when Strange New World Season 2 will premiere. Uh, we've also learned that Season 5 of Star Trek Discovery is in active development, uh, so we can probably expect a late, uh, late 2023, if not early 2024, for when Star Trek Discovery Season 5 will premiere. Uh, and we also learned that Star Trek Prodigy animated show uh, season second half of season one will premiere in October. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we also got a trailer for what's to come on this season of Lower Decks. But we'll talk about that, of course, as time goes on. As uh, I very much enjoy Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, that's it for Star Trek Day. Uh, we've also learned that the King of the Hill reboot, if it moves forward, will not happen at Fox. Uh, head of Fox Network said that, well, yes, it's a part of their history. It's not part of their plans moving forward uh, for animation. Uh, now let's move over to Disney Plus and D23 and all the new Disney shows announced. Um, we did learn there was no trailer for Ahsoka yet. Uh, but we did learn that Ezra Bridger will be joining the show. Uh, however, he will be ca uh, be played by M Iman Esfandi. Um, they had so many people. It could have been. It could have been Raul Coley. It could have been, um, you know, uh, I can't think of his name. He was in the Aladdin um, live action movie. Uh, well, I'm looking it up. Mina Mena Masood. I think that's how you say his name. Um, but Amon Esfandi will uh, be playing, I guess he's a unknown. Uh, he will be playing Ezra Bridger in the show. Um, joining, of course, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Natasha Lou Bordizzo as Sabine, Hayden Christensen returning as Anakin. Um, I know that Mary Elizabeth Winstead will be in it as well. Um, but we'll see. I don't know this guy. He's a new guy, I think. Um, I'm looking at his IMDb. Uh, King Richard. Oh, he's in King Richard. Okay. And... I haven't heard of any of these other shows or movies, so. Oh, guy's kind of old. Whoa. It's 5'11". I don't know what that has to do, but anyway. Uh, we've also learned that The Bad Batch Season 2 has been pushed to January 4th of 2022. 16 episodes. It will have a two-episode premiere. Um, originally supposed to premiere at the end of this month. Obviously overshadowed by Andor. Um... We also learned that Daredevil Born Again will be a soft reboot, not a season four. It's technically telling a new story um, compared to what we know about um, Daredevil. Uh, then we also learned about a new Pixar show called Win or Lose, which will be about a children's baseball team. Uh, no trailer was released publicly. We finally got a publicly released Season 3 trailer for The Mandalorian, which will return in 2023. No official release date. Uh, showing off Mandalore. Showing off um, the return of 
several characters, um, including the tease for Sabine. I think Sabine Wren will be in Season 3. Grogu, Pelimoto. Um, I think this was the trailer they showed off at, at uh, Celebration. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't get to see it. Uh, no trailer for Ahsoka either. Uh, we got our first trailer for Secret Invasion. That was also re- uh, released publicly. Uh, we got to see a lot of scrolls. What's going on with Nick Fury, with Talos, um, with Rhodey. Rhodey's in it, so that's good. Um, and uh, it was very interesting to see how they, they frame Nick Fury and things like that. I'm very excited for this show. Um, people are speculating, though, if uh, Amelia Clark's character is a scroll or not. Uh, Loki Season 2 was shown off. Um, I think just an image that was not released publicly, though. Uh, we also learned that uh, the actor who played Short Round in Indiana Jones uh, and the Temple of Doom, uh, Ki Hui Kwan, who also was in The Goonies, will be joining Loki Season 2 as a TVA employee, whatever, whatever that means. Um, we also got a trailer for the new Star Wars shorts show called... Uh, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which will tell the story of both Count Dooku and Ahsoka um, from their young lives. Liam Neeson is returning to play uh, Qui-Gon in the the Dooku episodes. Uh, We also see an episode featuring Yaddle. Uh, This will tell the story of different Jedi over a course of time. Uh, There was an Echo trailer shown, but not released to the Republic, showing off the return of Wilson Fisk. Uh, Ironheart images were shown off uh, about the Iron Man spinoff that will also tie into Wakanda Forever. Uh, we got a new Willow trailer that actually makes me somewhat interested in Willow. Um, and that was it for all the new shows announced at D23. Uh, we've also learned that Amazon has canceled the Paper Girls adaptation after only one season. Um, I wonder what uh what led to that and then the emmys were on monday night of all things um yeah monday night i don't i don't know monday night's a weird night to host an award show let me pull up the winners and let's discuss so the 74th emmys uh, for Best Outstanding Comedy Series, Ted Lasso won. No surprise there. Lead actor in a comedy series went to Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Uh, Gene Smart won for Hacks for Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Uh, Brett Goldstein won for Best Supporting Actor in Comedy. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph won for Abbott Elementary in a Supporting Actress in a Comedy. Succession won Best Drama. No surprise. Best Drama on TV. No chance anything else would win uh lee jung jay won for squid game for best actor in a drama surprising uh zendaya won for euphoria uh for best supporting actress in a drama uh supporting actor in drama went to matthew mcfaden in succession again big win for tom Wamsgams. <laughs> supporting actress in a drama went to julia garner in ozark uh, winner for limited or anthology series was The White Lotus, which I really need to watch. I've been hearing more and more about that. Uh, Michael Keaton won for Dope Sick for lead actor in a limited or anthology series or a movie. 
Lead actress in a limited or anthology went to Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. Supporting actor in a limited anthology series or movie went to Murray Bartlett for The White Lotus. And Jennifer Coolidge winning her first major award uh, for The White Lotus for supporting actress in a limited role. Uh, competition program went to Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Uh, variety sketch series, Saturday Night Live. It was one of two shows, really. Uh, writing for a comedy or variety talk series went to last week tonight, which I think is his, like eighth one for the show. Uh, writing for a comedy series went to uh, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, her first Emmy as well. Directing for a comedy series, Ted Lasso. Writing for a drama series went to Succession. Directing for drama went to Squid Game. Writing for a limited anthology went to The White Lotus. Um, and then directing for a limited went to the White Lotus. So HBO and the White Lotus wrapping things up at the 74th Emmys on Monday. Always, they always do. Um, HBO, man. HBO. Let's talk about some episodes of some shows, shall we? The Rings of Power, probably one of the best, the best episode of the season so far in episode three. We go to Numenor. We see why the Numenorians do not trust elves. We learn about the fact that there are some Numenorians who miss the elves. Um, we also see um, the main elf. I can't think of his name, but he was captured last week. Uh, and looks like he was captured by orcs. Find out they're actually in Mordor and the Easterlings. Um, we also learn that Halbrand is... More than what he claims to be. Uh, Galadriel is trying to get back. Um, but more though, it looks like most of the elves that were leaving Mordor turned out to be all captured by orcs and then ultimately all slain. So we'll see where that storyline goes. Uh, House of the Dragon is setting up future... Uh, relationships, future feuds, future turmoil uh, when it comes to who will inherit the Iron Throne once um, what's his name? Varys? Is it? It's not Varys. It's uh, why can't I think of Patty Constantine's uh, character on House of the Dragon? Um, I watch this show every week. We're four weeks in. Um Patty Considine. I can't even say his name right. Um, he is playing um, Viserys. Sorry. Anyway, he's playing King Viserys. Um, but the the things that are are shaping up between Rhaenyra and Daemon and um, Alicent and Otto very much in the vein of Game of Thrones, but very different because it's a different timeline. There's dragons involved now. Um, there is a setup for how the War of the Dragons might play out, which is what Fire and Blood, the book, it, it tells the story of that House of the Dragon is based on. Um, also, some incest, which is typical for Targaryens. But, but... Um, Overall, one of my favorite episodes so far of the show. And then we did not talk about She-Hulk last week. 
the last two episodes have been great. First off, the third episode had Megan the Stallion. Ah, ah, ah. I, the, my best impression of her. Um, and She-Hulk twerking. Oh my god. It was so beautiful. Um, and then last week, we got Wongers and Madison with two N's and a Y, but not where you think. No. <laughs> last week was great. Um, also, the character... There's a character in the show who is a magician. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, is that Billy? And you're wondering, who's Billy? Billy from Entourage, Billy Walsh. And it was. <laughs> no, I'm loving She-Hulk. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of superhero shenanigans to go around. Uh, there's a sizzle reel shown at D23. And I think we might be getting Matt Murdock sooner than we think uh, as She-Hulk. A new episode drops tomorrow. Uh, that's it for TV. Let's move on to movies, shall we? Uh, we got a new trailer for Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel, and I'm all on board. All on board. Looks great. Uh, we got a new Justice... Uh, I almost said Justice Society. No, we got a new Black Adam trailer, which focuses heavily on the Justice Society. And, you know... WB and DC keep dancing around, no, we're not continuing the Snyderverse, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, the trailer for Black Adam said, fuck that, we're just going to drop Amanda Waller in here. Played, of course, by Viola Davis. Um, I'm very, very excited to see Amanda Waller still popping up in the DCEU movies. And then, let's, uh, before we talk about movies announced at D23... Uh, we also learned today that David Harbour will be joining the Gran Turismo movie. Yes, Gran Turismo is getting a movie. Anyway, let's talk about all the movie announcements at D23. Uh, Pixar announced that Inside Out will be getting a sequel in 2024. Yes, Inside Out, one of their best films. As long as Anger is in it and he, he's played by Louis Black again, I'll be happy. Uh, a few friends of mine were talking, and uh, we were kind of speculating on, on what it will be about, and if it will be about like becoming a teenager, and some of us were like, oh, so that means they're anxi adding anxiety, and angst, and love, and depression, and things like that. Um, obviously super dark, but, and he's like, oh, maybe we'll be like, you know, turning red growing up. And obviously, there's definitely hints of that. Um, so we'll, we'll see though, ultimately what, uh, what happens as that enters production. Um, uh, 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 Leslie Nope herself and Joy herself, um, Amy Poehler was on stage to announce it. Um, we've also learned about Wish, a new Disney movie that will celebrate a hundred years of Disney. Uh, will be heavily inspired by Disney films and music and things like that. It is an animated feature that is going to be released next November. Uh, we learned about a new Pixar movie set for 2024, which is Elio, which is a alien sci-fi movie. Uh, Elemental, which is Pixar's next movie featuring, you know, a like a ball of fire and a man made of water. Um, and that is releasing the theaters next year. We got our first teaser for the live-action Little Mermaid. And boy, does the internet have opinions. Um, 
the wrong, mostly the wrong opinions. Uh, I am sure you can tell uh, who on what side of the aisle had the biggest issue with the new trailer showing off uh, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, Halle Bailey um, playing Ariel. Um, Obviously, people have opinions on that, and most of them are wrong. Uh, but anyway, I thought it looked good. The it the it looks visually good. Music is great because Halle Bailey can actually sing, so that helps. Um, but that is coming out next year. Uh, Mufasa was announced, being directed by Barry Jenkins. Yes, it's Mufasa. Yes, it's a prequel to The Lion King. Yes, it's going to be a live action like the movie. Uh, coming out in 2024, a trailer was shown but not released to the repub- to the public. I don't of all movies again. We don't need Mufasa. Uh, live action Snow White was teased for release in 2024. Rachel Rachel Zegler will of course be playing the titular Snow White. No word yet on um, on. Uh, uh, I don't know if they've started filming yet or not. So that's happening. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy was shown off, which is coming to Disney Plus next year. That's a live-action Peter Pan. Uh, A trailer for Haunted Mansion starring Jamie Lee Curtis was shown off, but not to the public. So there was that once again. A lot of trailers shown, but not to the public. There was a Black Panther, new Black Panther, Wakanda Forever trailer shown off, not given to the public. Uh, We got a new trailer for Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted, and I'm thinking Giselle's the villain here, folks. Potentially. We'll see, though. Uh, A new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. I'm all on board for that. It looks fun. Um, It looks very meta. Uh, Very, very, very different tonally from the first one. Uh, there was a new Marvels trailer bringing all three of them together: Kamala Khan, uh, Captain Marvel, and um, Monica Rambeau. I don't know why this trailer wasn't given to us. Uh, we learned about the Thunderbolts, which will be the next film in, uh, announced for Phase Five, I think it was, and the Thunderbolts team up was shown off, which will feature. Uh, all super soldiers, pretty much. Yelena Belova, Red Guardian, so David Harbour, hell yeah. Ghost returning uh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Bucky is going to be on the team, of all things. Uh, U.S. Agent and uh, Taskmaster, along with Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character Val. Um, No word yet on villain or anything like that. Um... Meanwhile, we also learned um, that Captain America New World Order will feature a new villain, as in the return of Tim Blake Nelson's character, who was in The Incredible Hulk, where he will become the leader, uh, who is a, um, uh, uh, a Hulk villain, which is weird that he's going to be in Captain America New World Order. And I have a, me and several other people, have a strong feeling that he will uh, show up in the She-Hulk season finale. Uh, that's the reason they're showing him off 
uh, or they're announcing him now when they haven't even started filming Cap 4. Um, hopefully Bucky will be in Cap 4 as well and not just relegated to the Thunderbolts. Um, we also learned that Ant-Man and the Wasp will, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will tie directly into Avengers the Kang Dynasty. Uh, and then today we learned that the writer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will also be writing the Kang Dynasty Avengers film. And then our final bit of news, they did show off an Indiana Jones 5 trailer. Indiana Jones 5 is expected next year. Um, again, I get it. You want to keep your trailers for D23, but why release some and not all? That's my question. I get it. Hopefully a lot of these trailers will be released soon. I'm almost guaranteeing that that Wakanda Forever trailer will be released Um Within the next few weeks or so, as that film is getting closer and closer to release. Um, other than that, I think that's it for movies. Uh, I wanted to go see. Um, I wanted to go see the uh, Clerks Three, but it is only showing in one theater, in uh, or one Showtime. In my, um, in my area, which was very frustrating, very frustrating indeed. Um, so I haven't been able to do that. I'm going to try and see that if I don't go see Fletch, the new Fletch movie. So yes, Fletch, uh, if you guys have never heard of Fletch, were two Chevy Chase movies from the 80s. I personally like Fletch Lives. It's the second one. I know it's the worst one. Um, but John Hamm will be starring in... This new Fletch movie. It's a it's technically a sequel to Fletch Lives. Um, I'm very excited. If there was anyone that could pull it off, I think it's John Hamm. Um, but that's it for now. Uh, again, remember, there's a new Discord you guys can join. Uh, I did get NBA 2K23, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, haven't really been able to get a chance to it. Been helping families with some things. Um, and I've technically been on vacation all week um so we'll talk about it next week um and like i said we'll maybe hopefully talk about fletch if not clerks three um nothing else is really going on right now but we'll figure it out as time goes on tokyo game show this weekend so we'll have some things to talk about um and then that's it for this week's episode thank you guys for listening as always I appreciate y'all. Um, and then, as always, hey, check out nixnernews.com where you guys can listen to the show right in your browser. Uh, also, while you're there, make sure to, you know, click on the links for Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio. They're all there. You guys can listen to the show on the go if you like or whenever you want, really. Um, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you guys can see our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram feeds. Always fun memes. Um, if not, just search Nixner News on your guys' preferred social media platform of choice. But with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.